Subaru Outback. My name is Brittany, and I drive a Honda Fit, and we're going to make a bad car movie. Welcome to Clutch Classics. Welcome back. Welcome back. back. It's been a minute. Yeah. But that's just our normal posting schedule, so. Yeah. Like, sorry, it's a month between them, but it is you know, what it is. It's just how it is. We got lives. We got stuff going on. Mm-hmm. But we're back to bring the newest, greatest, baddest car movie to your ears. Right. Exactly. Because, like, obviously, there's a lot of bad car movies out there. But yeah, we need sure. more. We always need, we need more, more. Bad car movies. L- listen, the thing about it is... Nobody really dives into the $5 movie bin anymore. Mm. And so what we're doing is just showing you the potential of what could be in there. Right. Right? Right. And also... Or in the depths of the streaming services. Right. Exactly. <laughs> or the streaming services that you're like, I didn't realize this was a streaming service. <laughs> yeah. This is poopy. <laughs> the streaming <laughs> service. You're like, when, what? Is this all original content? What is this? Uh, so that's the goal. And then the other goal is for me to continue to show my prowess as a filmmaker and have people mm-hmm. hire me. Mm-hmm. Obviously. That's that's the goal. One of these yeah. days, I'm going to actually, like, film a trailer for the one of the movies we make. But I will need to get a stunt driver coordinator situation. And that means I might have to go to a different city. Or... <laughs> Or, we could just make a really bad version of it uh-huh. where we drive go-karts. Oh, <laughs> I was like, you were going to say the car, the car doesn't move. And I was oh. like, I could do that too. Or that. Just, like, just yank the wheel around with yeah. the green screen behind the window. You're like, I'm going so fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of these days. I think that'll be really good. Um. So normally at this point in the juncture we like mm-hmm. to do a little game called gas or break mm-hmm. um unfortunately we're both behind schedule yeah. like in general we've we've both had a day a week and a month mm-hmm. so we we wanted to use this time to sit down and actually make a car more car morvy a car mo- movie Mor- for you to listen to yeah quality is not important right but all but also i think if we spend too much time not making the movie right. it we're not gonna we're just gonna end up not making a movie yeah. so yeah we're kind of gonna speed through this one a little bit um, yeah, through be- the speed traps. Yeah, because we did also pre-generate our title here, yeah. like we do when we kind of do these fast ones, because we're just ready to dive right into the movie making. Yeah, I'm really excited. I think this one has a lot of potential. Yeah. So, are we ready to reveal the title? <laughs> yes, let's uh, do it like they slide the the muslin off the car for the reveal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Our title of our movie today is Vroom Vendetta. Yeah. I was so excited. We got that good alliteration going on yeah. here. And you know the movie poster is going to have the V's stacked on top of oh, each other. Yes. Yep. And and those V's are going to be on the front of the car. Right. Right. Of course. Of like, course. obviously, that's also what goes on the car. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's going to be visually striking. But the actual content, bad. <laughs> we need to make this bad. So let me ask you. Okay. Um, how do you feel about talking cars? We love a good talking car. We love a good talking car. We've got Herbie. We've got uh, that one <laughs> car from that one movie that also go, talks. Go on. 
Oh, Knight Rider? I was talking yes, about Knight Rider yes, earlier. Knight Rider, yes, yeah, thank Knight you. Rider's a TV show, but yeah. Oh, okay, great. Of course. Um So uh, yeah. So talking cars. We love good talking car. Gotta yeah. gotta throw that in there. Because also, if the car talks, then there's even more like moments where the car and the driver can just really connect you know okay so i i was thinking about this earlier uh, well not this specifically but you know cars like we uh-huh. normally do right as as we are we are want to do right and i so i went on tvtropes.org because that is literally my favorite website of all time and i found so the trope we're talking about is called sentient vehicle okay um obviously for obviously. obvious reasons right and um, this, by the way, doesn't cover uh, vehicles that have AIs in them. This is oh. different than a vehicle with an AI. Interesting. Um, which is really interesting, but I can see how that differentiation might be made. Um, and I clicked on the examples in, oh no, I was, what I was going to say is there's, there's two types of sentient vehicle. There is a sentient vehicle that maintains the masquerade. Basically, uh-huh. they're, like, pretending that they're not sentient around whoever. Okay. And then there's other who, uh, so, but they're also, well, it's that, and then it's, like, split between that and then, like, um, that there are just a normal car, mm-hmm. right? So, so this is kind of a little different than, like, a Transformer, mm-hmm. right? But then there is the the type of sentient vehicle that lives on their own in a world without humans. So we're talking Disney's cars. Oh, yeah, 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 of course. Right? So right. there's like some split between what a sentient vehicle is. Mm-hmm. We're specifically talking about like a car mm-hmm. that is alive. Mm-hmm. Right? But again, but there are some options. We could do an AI car if we wanted to. Because that could be super fun. That And, and, and grounded. Mm-hmm. Which... How grounded do we want to be? Because well, that is yeah. like, that's how bad, how bad. Um, right. But anyway, so I looked up some of the examples of uh, cars that are sentient vehicles. Uh, obviously, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Oh, um, yeah. Gadget Mobile and Inspector Gadget. Mm-hmm. Herbie and the Love Bug. Mm-hmm. Um, Bumblebee and Transformers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking at this list and Benny the Cab and Who Framed Roger Rabbit came up. And I, I think that's so funny because I didn't even like think of benny the cab as a car oh. because benny's a tune okay right so i'm not in my mind i'm not seeing benny the cab as a car cab situation right. because that movie is so divided between live action and animation oh my oh, gosh i yeah, could yeah. i could talk about who framed roger rabbit forever can we make a who I, framed roger rabbit podcast i think you almost did one time actually <laughs> I blacked out talking about Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I think I did. It's it's a really good movie. It's It's such a great. It's a great example of like taking a uh, like a genre that you think you understand and twisting it a little Mm -hmm. bit. So it's a it's it's a noir basically. It's a detective Mm -hmm. movie, and then it's just like a feat of engineering for the combination between the two D animation and the live Mm -hmm. action. Like I've watched some of the behind the scenes insane mm-hmm. literally insane mm-hmm. we don't and we don't even do that anymore right we just put everything on a green screen right did they ah! okay this is kind of unrelated but i just now have to ask the old space jam that was 2d very space similar jam, similar okay yeah who framed roger rabbit leagues leagues mm. more technically advanced i don't uh-huh. know the actual like timeline between which one came first i want to say who framed roger rabbit came first probably but 
I, I'm sure it was a, the turnaround and the people involved of like why it was so advanced to that level. Mm-hmm. And I also think there's a difference. So Who Framed Roger Rabbit is Warner Brother cartoons, I believe. Mm. And Space Jam, well, Space, no, Space Jam is also Warner Brother, but I it's like so. a, that subset of Looney Tunes. Because mm-hmm. I think there's only like one Looney Tune in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Mm-hmm. Because they're like probably really expensive. Probably. Yeah. Um, Anyway, okay, I have a question for you, car related. <laughs> yes, please. Let's get back on track. <laughs> let's not let you black out about let's get, let's get, driving again. I'm 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 fully fully aware, but let me let's get back on the road. Yeah. Um so I was thinking about it, I've realized that there's actually like even within your your different like breakdowns of, of sentient cars, like yeah. Herbie talks like without talking. Yeah. Like, we'll play clips through the radio sometimes to, like, get words out, but a lot of the, like, communication is through, like, car movement and the headlights doing things and Mm -hmm. the doors opening and shutting. So there's that kind of sentient car. And then there's the sentient car that literally, like, talks to you. Which, this is not a reference that anybody will know, but when I was in college... Um, there was a very well done film for our schools. Like they did a film festival just for the college students Mm -hmm. and somebody did, um, the, there's a story in the Bible about a talking donkey. Mm -hmm. Oh, you've shown me this one. Yeah. And they did that, but they did it as a car instead of a talking donkey. And it was a really good film. Oh, it's so well done. He's an incredible amazing at doing film stuff like just so good and he's yeah the guy who made that is like doing other he does stuff for, anyways he's very professional very good at what he does one of my we favorite get, things we get ever. him on the podcast <laughs> i wonder if he would i don't know that would be interesting ask anyways anyways um, so like what they did is so the car did like talk in the sense that like it had its own lines of like stuff that it was saying mm-hmm. but they still kind of filtered it through like a car radio kind of a noise to make it sound like it was actually coming from the car and not just some mm-hmm. random like person talking so we <laughs> die off screen <laughs> right <laughs> so we could do we could do that or we could do like herbie where it's like more about quote-unquote body language than like yeah. actual like talking well See how what's what's our genre here? Like our genre within the genre because obviously it's a car movie. Right. But I'm thinking Room Vendetta gives uh-huh. us a lot of room to play. We uh-huh. can do something where it is like an older kind of we could use some classic cars, we could, mm-hmm. you know, all of that. Or we could set this in the future where it's like, um, not that there's cars in this movie, but I'm thinking of minority report where they basically or like another time oblivion i think is the other tom cruise mm-hmm. movie where it's like they they create these vehicles that are just sci-fi future ah. vehicles that are like car adjacent uh-huh um and and obviously like i think we would do more car than car mm-hmm. adjacent mm-hmm. but the idea being like it's it's i don't know 20 99 or something oh, like yeah, that yeah. right where it's like we're 
we're far enough in the future that things have changed, but we're not like a thousand years into the future. Mm-hmm. And um, so now the cars all have AIs and the car itself is seeking vengeance. Mm-hmm. But the but it's the sentience isn't the car, it's the thing in the car. Right. Right. We there's some options, I feel like, on how we want to do I'm I'm really in with sci-fi. I feel like we haven't done a sci-fi in a while. Okay, that's fair. I will say that like my first my first thought, I think, in my head was um like either modern or history style, oh. like 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 Herbie kind of like where it's like kind of present day, not mm-hmm. like full future. I think we could do a lot with full future. I just think if the car has AI, like the car can just do whatever it wants by itself. Like it doesn't need the human. That's not true. I think you could certainly put in some limitations that the AI has. Okay. Um, Especially if we're talking, like, the future. It could be something as simple as, like, there's a biometric lock between the car and the person that owns the car. Okay. And and obviously there's some commentary to be said there about, like, individualism, capitalism, because mm-hmm. it's like, people should be able to borrow each other's cars. Right. But, right, it's a bleak post-apocalyptic i don't know yeah, yeah but the idea idea being like so this car can't activate itself unless the person who owns it says please drive to me please uh-huh. come pick me up uh-huh. or turn your engine on or whatever so so there's a there's a limitation of like they cannot begin their programming until the human is like go okay i had a thought <laughs> uh-huh i saw the light bulb go off <laughs> I, th- this has nothing to do with the vendetta, so I'm not sure okay. how that plays in. <laughs> we, got, we gotta get to the vendetta. But, but uh-huh. you know me, and I'm a big fan of, like, bonding with the sure. car. Yes, So absolutely. if we're setting it in the future, yeah. we could totally do, like, if, so you're talking about biometric locks, right? Yeah. So or, there's- or like- links right? right like the biometric creates the i don't know the link to become sentient <laughs> so the thought that crossed through my head is like there's this car that everybody has like tried and it won't unlock <laughs> for anybody and then our protagonist like is just walking through this junkyard or whatever and sets their hand on the car and the car like <laughs> turns on because they are the chosen one that yeah, bonds yeah, yeah. with this <laughs> okay this wait let car. me let, let me try to figure out how to sci-fi this up a little bit more okay. because i think that that's like absolutely correct so it feels like okay so we do a scene at the beginning of the movie and and you want to know why i thought of that okay. about this i've been watching early 2000s movies a lot lately okay and we don't do any exposition scenes anymore we used to open a movie with a scene of people unrelated to the main characters, but it gave us, like, a framework for what the world was like and what the conflict was going to be. Right. I'm, I'm watching a terrible movie that was, like, it's not good, but I was, like, we we used to do this, <laughs> like, regularly, and right. we just don't anymore. We just jump right into it. Anyways, point being, I think we should do this again. So, we set up this scene where it's kind of current day roughly because mm-hmm. we have somewhat ai powered cars now they're not good 
Right. They're still being figured out. So, you know, maybe 20, 30 years in our future. And the creator, the creator of this car Ah. makes this specific car linked to their blood or DNA Uh or whatever. Uh Right. And then something happens and this creator gets God. Uh huh. They, they're poof. They're gone. Right. And so then this car sits. Uh huh. And it sits and it sits and it sits. And, and they're they're gone because the, like, CEO of the company steals the stuff from them. Right. Right? Like, they have this they have this car and they want to make this car, like, accessible a certain way that the CEO is like, no, we can't do that. Mm-hmm. And then they, they get them. Mm-hmm. So they're gone. And then the C- we have a scene where the CEO is like, no, let me in. Right? Or something oh, like yeah, that. Yeah, where yeah. it's like. They're trying to. Nev- you know, I can't get in. Oh, well, I'm going to let this rat. Yeah. Right? And I'm going to steal everything that they didn't nail down, you know, in right. the car and use it to make my own cars. Right. right. So so there's an evolution of cars that are similar to this main protagonist car, mm-hmm. but they're slightly off because they don't have the secret sauce because it died with the creator. Right. Right. But this hero can unlock it because they are a direct descendant. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They don't know this, right? right? They're of living course. in poverty and right. they don't have any of this because they, the yep. main creator got got. Yeah. But so that's how they can open it. Right? right. So that's how we sci-fi it up a little bit yes. of like, it's a lineage thing. It's a DNA thing. Mm-hmm. It's a fingerprint thing or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Right. So we've got that. I want to be clear though, that I don't think the vendetta is related to that. Oh, okay. I think the vendetta, the vendetta should be related to the company, mm-hmm. but I think that the like resolution of the creator getting got and then the CEO getting their just desserts is like not going to come into play. Okay, because either the CEO is dead or they've cybernetic themselves so much they're no longer a human anymore. So like, okay. which also could be fun. Mm-hmm. Right. The CEO is just this big, like they've only got half a face and like General one Grievous. arm. And, and yeah. And everything <laughs> else is like cybernetic, robotic, mm-hmm. kind of like spidery, you know, situation. Um, But they're not human anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think that the the takedown of them is not because they are the person that got the their great, great, great grandfather. Right. Or grandmother, mm-hmm. potentially. Who knows? Who cares? Um, but it's that they're just an evil <laughs> CEO. Right, yeah. Although, you know, you know, I feel like it's gotta be... Well, it doesn't have to be. But my instinct would be to have it be related to the creator somehow. Because if the creator is linked with this car, then the car bonded with the original creator to a certain extent. Mm. And if the car is the one that has the vendetta... Of, like, this person is, like, gone and I couldn't be with them anymore and I, we couldn't do our, you know, beach drives or, or whatever. <laughs> a road trip. A road wait, trip. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. I've got two ideas. Okay. They're, they're, they're not related. Okay. So the first idea is yes. So the car wants this vendetta against the CEO, but this person who i'm gonna call sam um they have a different vendetta that they need a car for so they've got conflicting oh paths okay and so that's the movie right right like that's the story is them coming to a a, like finding finding the things within each other that they're like okay 
if I help you do this, you help me do this. Mm-hmm. And then they find out it's like the same thing. Right. right? Yeah, yeah. Because but, but, here's what I'm thinking. If it's something that the company did. Right. The at like the company itself, not the CEO mm-hmm. that got the creator, right? But the company itself like bought up a slice of land to make up a new road, and it kicked this kid out of their house, mm-hmm. right? So their their vendetta is against the company, mm-hmm. and the car's vendetta is against the CEO. Mm-hmm. Then they're like, oh. Because I think the CEO wouldn't call themselves their human name anymore if they're mostly a cybernetic. Right. Right? Yeah. Or cy- cyborg, mm-hmm. basically. Atlas. Okay. Good. Excellent. I don't, it's just been kicking around in my brain since you started talking, so. I like it. What if the company is called The World? Or oh, okay. Glo- or Global Something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, my other thought. My other thought. Okay. If we want to make this bad. Okay. Well, that's, the we're car- supposed to be here for that. Yeah, I know, but we're making a good movie. Like, uh, I'm, I'm, I actually want to watch this. <laughs> um, okay, the car, so are we agreed that it's the AI in the car? Yeah, if we're going future, okay. then yeah. The AI in the car developed enough sentience that they were in love with the creator. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we have to play that. I mean, Yeah. And then that can come back into into play potentially with with Sam, mm-hmm. um, because I think a lot of a lot of movies don't do this anymore. Again, this feels like a very early two thousands thing where a direct descendant of a main character like looks and acts the same. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. You know, yeah. and it's the same actor who mm-hmm. plays both of them mm-hmm. kind of deal. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we could just lean into that mm-hmm. real heavy. Yeah, real heavy. This is so stupid. <laughs> I love it. I have to be honest, I kind of keep thinking about the trope of the, just kidding, I wasn't dead, I was just in hiding thing for the- For who? For the creator. Oh, but they would be ancient. Well, but it's the future, so- It is the future, so cyborg battle? Or, or they froze themselves- or, or they uploaded themselves, oh, yeah. their consciousness to somewhere, yeah. and so and so in the final conclusion of stuff, uh-huh. Sam finds this like futuristic USB drive and yep. plugs it into the car, and yes. then they're finally together yes. in the car. Yes. <laughs> we could even plug the car into like the computer, and then just the AIs can be free in yeah. the inter- live in the internet together. Yes. Correct, and the car no longer functions. Yeah. <laughs> Sam can create their own AI to run the car then. Yeah. Because they found the whole lab, obviously. Right, right. Absolutely, after destroying everything. Mm-hmm. Like, because oh, it was, so a, there was there was the regular lab that the creator was using that the CEO destroyed, and then there was the secret underground lab that right. had all the, like, backup files and everything. And I think the secret underground lab should still be connected to like the main building of global. Oh yeah, tra- let's say just global transport, okay. right? Because that's such a vague enough name that mm-hmm. we can kind of like mm-hmm. work around if we want to do more stuff. But like, so that that's half of the like big you know, second half where we're like finding or all the clues are coming together. It's yeah. like, and there's this entrance that you, if you pull the car up on a certain way and like <laughs> the car communicates via AI and the rocks open up yeah. and 
Now we're in the Batcave. Right? <laughs> now we're in the Batcave. I mean, we're not in the Batcave, but yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. the Im- image that I'm getting in my head. I have um, I have a very specific sci-fi image in my head, but I can't tell you what like movie it's from. I think it might be Marvel adjacent. Sure. Like with all the like floating holograms and oh, and kind of Star Warsy too, where they have mm. the like the screens that have the tracking and all that stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. you, you oh, walk yeah. in, it's underground, it's kind of dark, but there's, like, a lot of blue and purple and red glowing, like, electronics I'm and stuff. Into it. Into it. I feel like that's what you have to do if you're doing a sci-fi, mm-hmm. cyberpunk mm-hmm. Oh, I'm getting movie. Tron vibes, too, I think, in my head. I think Tron vibes are what we should do for, like, the AI... At in the car situation, right? Like it, okay. if we're in the mind, the mind, uh-huh. quote unquote, of the AI, uh-huh. it looks like Tron, but yeah. like the real world is like gritty and got holograms and rain and Blade Blade Runner right, and like right. that kind of stuff. Absolutely, I love how the- it's always <laughs> raining when we've got all of this like electronic technology hanging around yeah. in cities. It's the future. They figured out how to make it waterproof. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's the future. There's never also. I will say, from a production standpoint, having rain really makes light stand out better Ah. without kind of like making it so that you can't like everything's blown out. It gives a really nice um, texture to things, and especially like uh, the ground. It makes the ground more reflective, mm. so you're able to kind of bounce a little bit more light around. That's why they used to do... That's why old noirs were always so wet, oh. is because... So the thing about old noirs, if I'm recalling this correctly, mm-hmm. and, and keeping in mind that a lot of the cyberpunk stuff we're talking about pulls directly from, like, that era of of filmmaking. Right. But um, I believe that a lot of noirs were made during World War II, Um so there was a lot of limited resources just mm-hmm. for everything. And it was also at the height of the Hayes Code, which means that, like, they were, it was very specific what they were and were not allowed to show on screen. Mm-hmm. But specifically, I'm talking about how, like, the reason that you, when you think of a noir, is you think of black and white, and you think of high contrast lighting is because they had, like, one light that they could use. Uh. And so they were able to use it in creative ways, but they made these dark shadows and they made these very specific, like, um, silhouettes. And silhouetting was really, really big. But that's why the roads were always so wet, is mm-hmm. so that you could see the road and we could bounce the light around a little bit more. Um, and so it was just like, a, you had to make it kind of damp. And it, I think it works really well with the subject matter because you've got these pathetic PIs who can't right. get their, you know, stuff together. Yeah. So then they're like, I'm a wet little man. <laughs> I'm a wet little man. <laughs> so, and, but that's also why in a lot of noirs, you never see any, um, gore or, or direct violence is because they weren't allowed to show that on screen. Mm. So, so that's an era of filmmaking where we heavily imply things. Mm. And I think that's actually more creative than what we're doing in this era of filmmaking, which is a lot of like, um, I think people have taken the phrase show don't tell to a very far extreme of uh, like, I must show every single thing on right, screen. Right. It's like, that's not what it means. What it means is that you don't have dialogue being like, wow, Jimmy is dead. Right. <laughs> yeah. like you, you show the silhouettes on the wall of a struggle and you hear the sound of a gunshot and you see an arm lay down on the ground. Right. Yeah. So that's. Like, that's implying violence without you actually having to see the violence. And yeah. then you see the reactions to that of, of Jimmy's mother sobbing as the police officer is standing in the doorway. Like, that is more creative storytelling 
than where we're not to turn this into a movie podcast. Pretty's hot <laughs> take soapbox of the day, which I am of very much day. on board with, is I'm not a big fan of watching violence in movies, but there are movies that are like intense that I still enjoy because they don't really show a lot of that part of things. So I, just I think agree. There's something to be said about using your creative creativity to the extreme, and I'm thinking specifically about like when I was a student. Mm-hmm. You have limited resources as a student, and as a now as a student, you're not in this mindset. And I didn't. It didn't really kick in for me to like right after. Mm-hmm. Um, but even as a student, or like you know, if you're talking about limited resources of like you know the World War II era filmmaking, is how can you tell this story? the way you want to tell it with the limited resources that you have. Right. And so we're at, we're currently in an era of filmmaking, I think where we just throw money at stuff Mm -hmm. and we, we throw money at stuff and then we overwork Mm. the people that are actually trying to make it happen. Yeah. And so we're cutting corners, but we're not, we're not using our creativity before that right right so we're 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 setting up this giant like hey this is how i want this to look and be and i cannot deviate from this vision at all and then we're getting to the post-production stage like "Mm, well it's just gonna all go in the trash or this is as cheap as we can do it talking about like how visual effects houses should have unions but that's a whole other yeah that's a different Uh, one specifically but but like but imagine if you knew going into the filmmaking process like Hey, we have this much money, this much time, and and I know that this is start to finish of every resource I have available to me. Mm-hmm. Then you would start cultivating from the beginning a way to tell the story more efficiently. Right. Um. Now we're not telling an efficient story here. We're telling a very bad <laughs> car love story. I think just- we should still. But we should think about it. We should think about it. Keep those 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 principles in mind as this mm-hmm. movie is being made. Okay. Yes. I feel like you always get to do the recap, so I want to try. Please. Okay. To do the recap. Let me say this: when the recap, I usually end up coming with up with a lot of the names too. So I'd love okay. to see what you come up with we'll, if we need them. If, we might not need if we them. We need them. And we've already got Sam and Atlas and and global I, transport. I think it should be global transit. Like. See, that sounds like a train company. Oh, okay. Which which is fine. Listen, I am pro train. <laughs> yes. I I we should not be talking nope. I should not be talking about trains. No. Nope. Um <laughs> I was just trying to think of an of a transportation something that was a little yeah. bit shorter cuz global transportation is like a really long. And if we're well, talking honestly, about honestly global transportation also sounds like semi trucks. That's true. Cuz I was like so. if we're talking about like right now People shorten an acronym like everything. So if we're going yeah. f- years into the future, like it's going to be even shorter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like global. Because hmm, global travel just sounds like a plane. plane. Yeah. Company. Uh, passage is really funny to me. <laughs> <I don't, laughs> that's not what we want, but. Uh, Wayfaring would be really funny. That's so long. That's not also wayfaring. I think is related to boats. Yeah, that feels very ship related. Um, I like how weekend is on this list. How (laughs) is that a synonym for journey? 
uh, journey. Journey. Global journey. Because, eh. well, you could you could add another thing, right? Global journey solutions. Oh, okay. You know, something to make it like, you want to travel across the globe? Have we got the self-driving car for you? Mm-hmm. You know? Take it on our boat that goes from <laughs> one country to the other. <laughs> Somehow we still need boats. Sorry. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. We, we've built, we've built <laughs> ocean bridges. Oh, so it's all it's cars. It's the future. It's the future. There's ocean bridges. The ocean bridges, only cars. They don't fly. Only they cars. just drive. Yeah. Um, God, can you imagine? That's like a four day drive across <laughs> the ocean and there's nowhere to stop. Right? Well, I mean, if the car is driving you. Yeah, but then you need to get snacks and food you just and pack it in the car. Gas. The car. Well, it's the future. The cars don't need gas. Okay, if they have electric, then they last even shorter. They charge up from the road. They have like uh, charging things as you're driving over them in the road. Kinet- kinetic charging. Yeah, obviously that is very future. Solar, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is not relevant no. to the movie at all, okay. but I really like it. I don't know how bad this is, but what if we just, what if it was just global drive? Oh, I like that. Okay. Yeah. Cause there's a lot you could do with that. Okay. All right. So. Okay. The movie opens. Mm-hmm. It's dark and rainy and futuristic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dark and mm-hmm. rainy specifically. <laughs> are we, we're not. No. Yeah, we are. It's dark okay. and okay. rainy for this too. Okay, I just wanted to. I didn't know. I didn't know if like dark ten years from whole... now, twenty twenty years from now, it was the future of dark and All rainy. Of it, it's the whole thing is dark and rainy. Got it. Um, got it. <laughs> there is a, I because like okay, so like I'm imagining the scenes that like start where it's like a struggle chase scene kind of a thing almost. Sure. So, like, it's kind of dark, and you see the original inventor and his, like, gathering up, like, files or something and is trying to... Trying to to download them onto his watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so frantically collecting things because, and, you know, you hear the, like, people coming down the stairs or something like that to, like, build the tension of the scene, and, like, I feel like we could really play into what you were talking about of, like, the implied violence with this because it's like you know frantic collecting things grabs all the stuff is like running down the stairs or whatever and i don't know exactly how to do this because i'm not the movie person but somehow it implied that it gets got i don't know Yeah, you're not the movie person you're the car person yes um of course so well do i mean real simple answer is uh push down the stairs okay fair enough so you just i had though is should get got inside the building or just as they're reaching the car because i feel like the car has to be oh yeah shown well my question is is this car so is the car does the car rot away in this junkyard because that's where it was just incapable of being moved from or does the car get loaded onto a you know, uh, that scene, quote uh-huh. unquote, doesn't really matter. But I'm thinking, like, if the car was parked hidden in some shrubbery, um, and so then we reach it, and then it's like, well, now we can't move this car because it's it's locked to high heaven. I feel like 
my instinct was that the CEO had moved it because obviously Atlas wanted yeah. this technology or whatever and was so frustrated that they couldn't access it that they're like, get that thing out of my sight. Okay, yeah. I'm <laughs> destroy listen, I'm it open, or whatever. I'm open to anything. I just feel like there are two kind of separate paths mm-hmm. that we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, Well, then I would say then like that car, then maybe it needs to be like in a garage with other cars okay yeah that or should it be in like a showroom or like a mechanic shop like it was still being worked on um well we could put it in a shop somewhere that implies that there's computer stuff happening to it okay so it like kind of looks like a mechanic shop. Hmm. But the lift has it up, and it's, right. but it's plugged into like a big array of yes, computers. Of course. Oh, speaking of, I said something about downloading onto the watch. I guess. I mean, if it's twenty years from now, I guess we're kind of doing that. But like, we could still more imply that there's papers. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could still download some files. Like we've got USBs yeah. and stuff. USBs. Yeah. Something more tactile, even though it is going to be 20 years mm-hmm. from now. I think something more, the more we show like tactile things, mm-hmm. we'll be like, this is present day. Right. And then the more we show holograms and stuff, we're like, this it's is the future. future. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. Um. Also, then it should be thunderstorming. <laughs> Oh, of course. In the present day. Sure. Okay. Okay. I don't... Why? It just felt right. (laughs) Ambiance. The ambiance of, like, modern... Oh! Oh, 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 oh! No, that's perfect. Okay. Because lightning flashes are a really great way to Mm. show implied stuff, Mm, right? So mm -hmm. you, like, lightning flash onto somebody's arm down with blood on it, or, like, depending on how violent we're willing to go, Mm -hmm. just, like the person laying on the ground covered in blood right right but we're like we see that like bright flashes mm-hmm. and that's kind of how we reveal stuff yes and 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 the thunder covers up the sound of the gunshot right that's the like yeah implied yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 um okay so so original inventor I, why is it always the like one syllable white guy names that are the first thing that come into my brain? I I'm, need something I'm more interesting. To do, like, gender neutral stuff so that yeah. like anybody could play them. Gosh. Okay. So we'll come back to the the original inventor name. So original inventor doctor <laughs> doctor doctor Wait. doctor drive. <laughs> no, I hate it. Absolutely not. <laughs> no way. No, Doctor Ive. Doctor Ive. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> okay, if you want to be a little, a little sneaky, it could be Ivy, and that could just be the last name. Okay. Okay. Doctor Ivy, Dr. and Ivy. Ivy is the the last oh, okay. name, but we know yes, it's Drive. It's Drive. <laughs> My gosh. <laughs> it's a bad car uh, movie. Okay, I love it. I'm here for it. <laughs> Should I explain it for the listeners that don't understand what's going on? Because I feel like I don't know if I would have caught it if I was just listening. It's it's, it's <laughs> spell it out dot, in your so, head. So dr dot <laughs> ive doctor ive or ive y. Do you think I? I was thinking. I was thinking if we wanted to be more subtle about it, just put two e's. Okay, great. Two e's. Doctor iv. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> It's been way too long on that. 
It's a good joke. It is a good joke. I appreciate it. Because it'll only Thank come you. up like once or twice in the movie. Yeah, exactly. So our 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 inventor, Dr. Ivy, um, mm-hmm. frantically grabbing papers, downloading files, running from... Well, okay, were they in the mechanic thing with the car? I feel like they were running towards the car to, like, yeah. get in it to get out. Yeah. Um. So they were in another room. Yeah, they were in the lab. They were in the lab, gathering all their stuff, running down the stairs. You can hear the other footsteps coming. Um, the goons. The goons, of course. It's always the goons. Um. And do we reveal Atlas at all at this point so that we know that that was who yeah. got we we need to just so that then the reveal later of it being like only a small mm-hmm. portion of their humanity is mm-hmm. like really really impactful right so are they i feel like there's no like dialogue happening in this scene it's just a lot of sound engineering sure <laughs> liz <laughs> liz help us get over here get over here we need your get sound expertise um so maybe they have like Atlas has like a name tag that says I don't even know if that matters no? because okay. it's about the face, right? Okay. So we a very clear shot uh-huh. of their face. The face. Yeah. And like maybe something interesting about their eye. Okay. If their eye is purple or mm-hmm. uh, it's got I don't there's a scar by their cheek or something. Right. Something that we can then bring back even if the other half of their face is metal, we can still recognize that that is Atlas. Okay. And I think that shot of Atlas happens like after Dr. Ivy has gotten got. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like it's yeah, them yeah. like standing proud over yes. whatever has happened here in this scene. Yeah, or it's it's the it's the classic villain line of such a shame. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. You yep. know. <laughs> yeah. So we have that, and then I think there's mm-hmm. got to be some sort of, like, Atlas tries to get access to the car, um, yes. and is unsuccessful, and has the villain temper tantrum, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> and mm-hmm. orders the car to get out of their sight. Yes. Um, after they've, you know, gotten everything that they can off, like, physical pieces they can like pull off of it or whatever yeah and then i think and then i think that there's just like a like a a sad (laughs) shot of the car just like in a junkyard with a bunch of other cars i almost feel like or not like a junkyard but like like i like i just somewhere where there's other cars i feel like that aren't being used i think that shot needs to come later Okay. Because if we're going classics, early two thousands exposition scene, yeah. After after the Atlas is like, get it out of here, mm-hmm. done. Uh-huh. End of end of present day. Okay. And we go and we 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 follow Sam for a little bit, mm-hmm. and basically we have the scene where we reveal that Global Drive uh bought their house uh-huh. and they've got to leave the house. Yeah. And we like set all that up, mm-hmm. and that gets us to the junkyard. Mm-hmm. I think that an important thing that I would like to add, <laughs> it's not yes. actually probably important, but it's important to me, is it's important to you. I want there to be like an old wizard sort of character. 
not uh-huh. actually wizard, but like wizard vibes of they like are a friend of Sam's that they met doing something. I don't know what exactly they were doing, yeah. but you know, so like an old mentor of sorts kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. But they're a little odd and everybody's not like quite sure if they're, you know, mentally all there or whatever. Yeah. But this person, like Sam is, you know, venting about what's happening or whatever. And um, the old wizard person is like, you know, there's a legend. <laughs> there's this car that okay. only the <laughs> chosen one. <laughs> if we're sci-fiing it up. I read on the net. Okay. Right. Right. Like real that the source of information comes from technology. That's right. how we do that. Right. Um. I. I. I guess it was just like I wanted it as like a like a rumor legend. Yeah. Kind for sure. of a thing. Oh, for sure. For sure. Like I found on the dark web. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. this this thing. Um. I almost wonder if so when we first see Sam. Mm-hmm. First of all, I think this character should just be called the Wizard. Okay. I'm getting very like early 2000s sci-fi vibes from this writing style okay. that we're doing and so it's very easy for me to like yeah pull pull this information this Excellent. is like hackers meets blade runner meets tron like yeah. there's a lot of like stuff getting squished right um which technically hackers is the only one that's like maybe even remotely early 2000s uh-huh. in that list i think the other two are 80s but regardless it doesn't matter the neutron i'm not here Jimmy Neutron? No, the new Tron movie. <laughs> oh, the new Tron. I think it's well, 2000s. I think, it, I think it's 2010s. Is it? Oh, okay. Anyways. I think so. Anyways, uh, the point being, I'm very much in love with this writing style because I would love to direct an early 2000s <laughs> nostalgic style movie one day. Mm. Um, But that's where we meet Sam, uh-huh. right? So when we smash cut, it should be Sam and the wizard and they're just like shooting the breeze. Mm-hmm. And so... So it's this drop of information that seems irrelevant until after Sam's life has been destroyed. Okay. And they're like, this is the only thing I have to grasp onto. Okay. I'm going to try to find it. Yeah, yeah, Right? Because yeah. that gives us that, like, basically momentum mm-hmm. to go from one thing to the next thing to the next thing to the next mm-hmm. thing. Even if it's like Sam is half-heartedly searching for something mm-hmm. and just happens up- upon it. Right. Right. It may, it may, and it may take another scene or two to put two and two together, but it's, it's this, like, we're dropping information on the audience of, like, what we want them to be thinking when we see this car. Right. Did you see me have a thought? Because I had a yeah, thought. Yeah, I did. I saw your light bulb. <laughs> That's why I'm giving you very time. visible thought. Okay. So, um, if we wanted it to be, like, stumbles upon or, like, just has an idea of, like, where to look. Mm-hmm. What so so for some reason my brain was like what if Sam does some sort of like futuristic equivalent to like drag racing like Ooh. illegal street in the dark of the night drag racing kind yeah. of thing yeah 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 and yeah. they like siphon parts off of old cars mm. that are lying around or something like that so they like Frankenstein cars yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And so yeah, they've yeah. got okay. Are we future enough to have like hoverboards, or should it just be like a little like scooter motorcycle thing? I said twenty ninety nine, so I feel like we get away with hoverboards. Okay. So Sam hoverboards around the like junkyard and is yeah. trying to you know get parts for the next race or whatever. But is also I don't know. 
I've been watching a lot of content recently where characters just talk to themselves because that's <laughs> that's the only like they're by themselves and they need to like the the whoever's creating it wanted them to have expression of like what they were thinking so they just say stuff out loud it's kind yeah. of odd but also i do it too so yeah <laughs> it's fine i'm thinking lo- let me just re- backtrack real quick i feel like this is not relevant to anything okay but if if sam is doing illegal drag racing which also assumes illegal modifications uh-huh. based off of the future of like i can only imagine in this future every car part is like meticulously tracked and like like you cannot put two different car parts together because uh, they're just like not made to go together mm-hmm. and and so you have to like jerry rig everything anyways my thought would be the wizard is the one who can like hack the cars oh. to make them release parts or like fit to other parts or because like i there's a there's a great youtube video of um Oh, I cannot remember her name, but there's a woman who is an inventor and she uh, takes a Tesla and turns it into a truck. Oh. And at a certain point, they have to legitimately hack the software. Okay. Because it won't let them, like, modify the car. Mm -hmm. Like, it won't let them do a certain thing and the car won't turn on if they don't hack the software. Right. So I'm thinking of that, like, in the future, right? Right. Like, everything Mm -hmm. is software and hardware and incompatible Mm -hmm. with other parts. So you have to have a tech guy. Mm -hmm. Right. Or you have to be the tech guy. Right. So I think if Sam has a tech guy, yeah. it, like, is a reason why they're connected in the first yes. place. I love it. Um, Sorry, not relevant, no, but I just no, I love this good. character now, that so I'm really into I it. I love it. I'm, I'm, I did not expect to like this movie as much as I do. <laughs> I love this. I'm really enjoying it, yeah. Um, But, so, so, okay, so if we want to make it, like, a really kind of bad movie kind of well i don't know if this makes it really bad but like instead of just so the the reason that i brought up characters talking to themselves is i was thinking like sam is searching the junkyard for parts and they're talking either to themselves or like we could go where they have like a little like cricket that's their friend or something (laughs) like that you know okay tech tech okay what kind of tech companion can we have we can make a we can make one. We can call it the cricket. You just put a bunch of periods between it okay. and it's like a little disc that's or, like your it's like a Tamagotchi for for the future. C R K T cricket. Great. It's a Tamagotchi for the future. Okay. And you like customize this little pet uh-huh. and it responds to you in beeps and boops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but and it's it's a nostalgic thing or I don't know maybe it's maybe it's their first maybe maybe it's like Sam's first modification project. Oh, okay. So it's like the first, the first tech that they ever tried to do something or got, or got the wizard to do mm-hmm. or whatever. Right. So it's just like their little buddy. So they're, so they're roaming around the, the junkyard talking to Cricket about yeah. how, you know, this whole thing about moving and whatever is terrible and they hate this company for kicking them out of their house. Yeah. And then they... Like, I just have this image in my head of them just, like, like nonchalantly, like, not really paying attention, like, placing their hand on the driver's side door of the car that also, I think, needs a name. Yeah. Oh, gosh. But I'm not sure how to do that. Um, Is there a way we can work in Vroom or Vendetta? <laughs> 
I mean, I feel like Vroom Vendetta is just a good, like, bad car movie about a car that has a vendetta. Like, I don't think yeah. it has to have the words in the movie. Like, it makes, like, it's, it is a an explanation of what's going on. Sure. Yeah, but I feel like, hmm, I feel like we're going to spend too much time trying to think of this car's name. So, so the car has a name. It'll, yeah, we'll 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 get to that in the writers' room <laughs> or whatever. This next is stuff. this is the first draft. This is the first draft. Um, so like places a hand, and then like my thought is, you know, those sci-fi things where like it glows like in the shape of the hand, and then there's that like grid that of blue glowing light that just like envelops the whole car or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like that. Yes. And then, um, and now I feel like I need to go back because our <laughs> summary turned into us diving into details. <laughs> More details. We do this every time. Every time. Every Don't time. ask us to tell a Sparknotes story. You're going to get the whole no. novel. <laughs> no. This is why we restart almost every time. Okay. So I'm restarting. So. <laughs> okay. Go on. So Dr. Ivy. Runs away from the big bad, gets got. Atlas, the big bad, tries to steal the tech. Uh, doesn't work. End of flashback. Or, mm-hmm. you know. E- exposition, exposition, basically. Moves to future, which is now the present day. Anyways, time zones are hard. Um, <laughs> and continue. <laughs> please um, <laughs> we meet um sam and the wizard they're hanging out in their little secret lab or whatever talking about things they're modifying car parts they're modifying car parts as they do um and the wizard mentions about this like legend myth thing that they read online about this car that um nobody can you know access but it had super technology that it made it do all these kind of cool things and whoever yeah. you know if anybody ever got a chance like was able to unlock it it would be like the coolest thing ever um yeah and then and we also reveal that they modify these cars for these like illegal street races or whatever to try to mm-hmm. get some money because everybody wants money i guess or Mm -hmm. street cred i don't know something listen it's sci-fi it's the future okay credits okay get some credits get some credits get some credits um after this we find out that like sam goes home maybe and we find out that uh global drive has posted a notice digitally sent them a hologram of some sort of yeah this you know swatch of of houses i feel like in the future there's not really a lot of land like it's literally just like usually i mean usually you're in the city i guess yeah and so it's like house like even if it's suburbs like the houses are really close together whatever so like this row of townhouses or what you know wherever they live is being you know appropriated bought out to make a new road of some sort mm-hmm. another transportation alley whatever you want to call it yeah um so they're being kicked out effectively 
and it's this awful thing. They don't know where they're going to go. Um, they don't, they don't have any credits. They don't. Yeah. the fa- That's why Sam does these illegal street races to try to get credits for their family. Yeah. Um, and so then they, um, are very upset and, mm-hmm. but la- that they were, they were already planning on going to, uh, a junkyard to siphon car parts, um, mm-hmm. Later on in the day, in the night, in the middle of the night, obviously the yes. dark of the night. Obviously, <laughs> yes. Um, so they, I don't know if they just like don't go to sleep or they wake up in the middle of the night. Whatever. We get to the middle of the night. They sneak out of the house, hop on their hoverboard. They have their trusty friend Cricket with them. They go to the junkyard. They're lamenting quietly, of course, to not attract. <laughs> Yeah. Notice, but lamenting to Cricket about how awful this is and how much they hate Global Drive because Global Drive has ruined other things before that they like. Um, and it's just not fair that they keep buying up people's houses and forcing them to move out without any help. Mm-hmm. And um, they're trying to get they get a couple car parts and then they're going somewhere and they put their hand on the car <laughs> Mm-hmm. and it like lights up and does all the things question mm-hmm. is this the only car that has access this way or is this a normal way for cars to be accessed like what about it makes it special how do we know that this is the car like obviously I mean, I the audi- it- audience knows it's the car yeah but- i assume because it talks oh so none of the other right. cars talk in the future I, well i'm assuming that like i feel like the the big thing that we've kind of established here is this very specific ai okay and i'm pulling a lot from the movie her which is i don't i don't think it's a well-known it's like an independent kind of like scarlett johansson was in it so it's like it had enough big names um but it's and it's not a sci-fi movie in a traditional sense but it's a lot about ai mm-hmm. it's a, a sentient ai essentially mm-hmm. Um, but in this, that movie, like, everybody has this AI, but then, like, the one with the main character, who's played by Joaquin Phoenix, I think, Mm -hmm. um, like, she develops a very specific personality, um, and so she becomes unique to the situation. So, my thought would be, like, we have AIs in the future that run cars, but... The novelty, like right now in 2023, we're, we don't have talking sentient AIs. So I think we're still trying to strive towards that as like a technology culture. Mm -hmm. But I think in, in 2099, Mm -hmm. the novelty of talking AIs has worn off Mm -hmm. because we, we found the limitation of them of like, they're just programmed Mm -hmm. to a certain extent, um, like you know we're still we're still kind of infatuated by like Siri and Alexa and stuff these days but there comes a point where you like run out of conversations to have with Alexa because it's programmed right, right? so in the future i think that we've just reached that point of like eh, we don't need this anymore mm-hmm. ai is still a thing but it's not what makes things unique so my thought would be like this sentient uh-huh. ai essentially like this modern miracle uh-huh runs this car right okay and that's also what like 
makes the things that are unique to the car work is because the AI is in the car. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. So, again, I don't know enough about like technology uh, modifications to be like, oh, well, the car locks are the most advanced locks ever. Like, I don't know yeah. enough. But like whatever it is that makes the car unique in a sense that like sci-fi cars wouldn't be mm-hmm. um, is because the AI can operate it. Right. So somehow, maybe not immediately, but somehow Sam realizes that this is the car that they were talking about. Um, obviously yeah. has conversations with the car. Yes. Um, and is it too much to name the AI Caroline? Because it starts with the C-A-R. I like that. I think it could just be like a really sweet voice, yeah. too. <laughs> sweet Caroline. Thank you. <laughs> Don't copyright We're really good me. at naming today. <laughs> We're on it with the names. Um. Okay, so Sam and Caroline meet. Um. I feel like Caroline's got to be a little bit sassy, though. Oh, for sure. Like, sweet-sounding voice, but... I'd rather her be sassy than sultry. Yes, absolutely. Um, and... They... I don't know if... I feel like Caroline would also be confused as to why Sam was able to activate the AI technology. I feel like their first conversation needs to be Caroline being like, Hello, Dr. Ivy. Ah, uh, yeah. And Sam being like, I'm not, that's not, yeah, yeah. Uh, you, that's not how this works. Right. You know, and, and uh, being like, I don't understand. Yeah. How are you not Dr. Ivy? Mm-hmm. Right? Like mm-hmm. that kind of like having this conversation. And then so like Caroline's like, uh, what? I think we just casted you as the voice actor for Caroline. No! That was so I good. Don't, I don't need to be the AI. That was so good, though. <laughs> Everybody, uh, help me convince Brittany to be the car AI in this movie that we're making. That we're definitely for that sure, definitely, absolutely, absolutely making. making. Okay, so anyway, so they have they have conversations. I feel like there should be some like Caroline should get moved from the junkyard to somewhere else that is like a secret hidden location. Yeah, the wizard um, has something. Okay. Wizard's got a garage. The wizard's got everything. That's true. The wizard, I think that's the thing is you've created a perfect character for when we need like a solution. The wizard has it. Yes. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> um, okay, so they take the car to the wizard's underground garage thing. Yeah. Um, and there are... There's got to be some sort of scene of, like, struggle between, like, Caroline and Sam of Sam driving the car, trying to get Caroline to do certain things, and then Caroline wrestling control away from Sam, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and some other stuff happens that I, we can figure out the details later. Cause like, I feel like there's gotta be a little bit of like time for them to kind of get to know each other and get past that. Like we have different goals. Yes. Um, I think there's gotta be, I think there's a deadline on, um, 
the house the getting house bulldozed. Was getting bulldozed, and so that's what yeah. we're kind of going up against. Caroline has to find out somehow that Doctor Ivy got got by atlas though so maybe when we plug caroline into a computer for the first time like somehow like searches the internet for articles or something and somehow comes across the fact that like there's a news article that's like uh dr ivy mysteriously disappears from global drive or whatever because you know there's always those like people that talk about that I was thinking something simpler, though, because we have the beginning scene where Dr. Ivy gets got basically right next to Caroline. Uh It could just be some kind of video recording that's like, maybe it's corrupted. And so for the duration of the time of when they're bonding is is Caroline trying to fix the corrupted footage. Oh, okay. Because you were going like, I don't understand why you're not Dr. Ivy, you know, with. Yeah, for sure. But I I think that because that gives it like a moment. Uh Right. And so then we have this this journey that we can, you know, she's keeping it from Sam. Uh huh. And so then there's just this like journey of of reassembling the footage, Uh essentially. So so how would Caroline's motives and goals be different from sam's if maybe it's just like at the beginning it's just like you're not dr ivy oh okay that's fair just like straight up like Uh i there's only one person yeah who's allowed to to drive Mm -hmm. and that you're not them yeah um okay and then i because i because i think you could even put the the knowledge of of dr ivy's murder earlier Uh right in this discovery but caroline just doesn't say anything Mm mm-hmm and now we know that those are the car skulls. Yeah. Right? right. And now the vendetta has begun. Yes. And then we're kind of like going from there. Right. Um, and then there is some sort of scene where we find out that Atlas is the CEO of Global Drive and they have this aha bonding moment of wait, we actually have the same goal let's go get the Mm -hmm. big bad and then we go Mm -hmm. get the big bad i don't know how we do that with a car but somehow i mean it's an ai futuristic car there there's many things that we could do there's so many options um we get honestly yes honestly you know what you've set it up for what is uh sweet drag tricks oh (laughs) you got you know you can drift and Uh you can like go off of ramps and you know you could take tight corners and I was thinking a race originally, but I think you could just use that, basically use the car as, like, an extended stunt person. Okay. Um, I mean, because stunt drivers and stunt performers are very similar, mm-hmm. but but basically, like, using, basically making it a mech battle because you're using the car versus the Atlas cyber spider. Yeah, what if, what if we go, this is, like, really public, but what if we go to get Atlas at, like, a convention of some sort where they are, like, launching new technology. Mm, like, mm-hmm, we see mm-hmm, all the mm-hmm. news articles of, like, it's like the Apple, when Apple, like, reveals yeah. all the tech that they're making this year or whatever. They're doing the same thing for Global Drive. Yes. Okay, so what if it's related to the reason that they're bulldozing the houses? Oh, perfect. You know, whatever the tech is that they're installing yeah. is is part of the reason why they're putting the road in. Yeah. Um, and so they're like, aha, this is the moment 
because Atlas is going to be in an open convention center instead of yeah. in a office tower that a car can't right. get up to. <laughs> Driving <laughs> up the stairs. Shrinks into the elevator. <laughs> Okay, now it's a bad, bad car movie. <laughs> I mean, it's the future. It's the future. But uh, so we get, we get, we we run him down on the stage at the convention center <laughs> or something. 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 Atlas turns into a big spider. I feel like we've got like oh, a Doc yeah. Ock moment yeah. happening that we could really do. Sure. And then there's the like chase scene, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we get. We get the big bad, mm-hmm. um, and then I feel like there's some sort of reveal of like, like we gotta find the secret lab, or does Caroline Caroline would know where the secret Doctor mm-hmm. Ivy lab is? Okay, it maybe it's but part of the if- corrupted file. Oh, yeah, 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 so, yeah. So it's like the final moment mm-hmm. is, uh, she's like, I finished it. Yeah, yeah. You know? So we get the big bad. My file, my file restoration is finally complete. You know? Mm-hmm. Something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And then we go to, so the, like, the, like, post-celebration of, you know, we've gotten the big bad and yeah. the new... See, there's news reports of the new CEO that's taking over Global Drive is not going to, has, like, promised to not evict people anymore or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, everybody's celebrating. And so Caroline and Caroline's still a little sad because, yes, mm-hmm. the vendetta has been had. However, um they still miss dr ivy and so mm-hmm. now we know the location of dr ivy's secret underground lab we go to the secret underground lab sam is you know doing that thing of like oh wow look at all this stuff move and like it's just like reading things and accidentally bumps the hologram to like move a file to reveal mm-hmm. like a note underneath of you know look in the top left drawer in the fourth file or something like that like there's some sort of cryptic something but they figure out that it's i think it should be a usb because if we're going back to where we were at before yeah then it's a usb and it's let me ask you this how how sad would it be if it was like a video note left by dr ivy oh that would be Something. sad, but I thought we were I thought we were uploading them both into the internet so they could live freely yes, happily for sure, forever but, after. Yes. No, what I'm saying is like to get the reveal of like, hey, I've left a USB with my oh, consciousness on it. Yes. Like here 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 is this. Like, if you find this file, mm. blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Caroline, if you see this, hey, I know you're an AI that I made, but also I love you're you. great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe not it, I mean, maybe, 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 probably. probably. It's a bad, it's a bad sci-fi car movie. Uh-huh. Yeah, probably. Yeah. We'll just, we'll just come up with some flowery language. Yeah, something. Yeah. No, that would actually, that would be great. So they just like accidentally hit play on this yeah. file that's hanging out somewhere. So I guess it wouldn't necessarily be like holograms and stuff because that text stopped. Yeah. Previously. 
So they boot up the computer and it's like the first thing that's on there or something yeah. like that. Hey, there's yeah. this video that says Dear Caroline on it. <laughs> Is this for Is you? This for you. Um, <laughs> and then we upload Dr. Ivy and Caroline. We plug them both into the internet and they exist in the AI internet spaces madly in love forever and ever. Forever and ever. The end. God, I'm just, you know what I'm Happily thinking Happily ever of? after. Happily ever after the end. I am thinking of the fact that this movie has made it mandatory to have reaction shot cutaways of a car. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know what else to do with that unless we come up with some visual representation of the AI inside the car. Well, if the car is like, was advanced for the time because it was this great technology. Like it could have the digital screen, like the screens we have in the new cars now, like that's yeah. like a navigation or whatever. And, you know, maybe it's not a face, but maybe it's like a, like a, a waveform or a something mm -hmm. that something mm -hmm. that shows up on <laughs> make it a bad car movie. Emojis show up on the screen depending <laughs> on how the no. car is feeling. No. I mean, I wonder if it could be, like, I'm thinking of iRobot specifically, mm -hmm. so the evil computer in iRobot has a face sometimes, uh -huh. and it's just this, like, amalgamation of, like, cubes in the in the vaguely feminine face shape okay. um, that kind of comes out of the wall sometimes. Mm -hmm. So it could do something like that, mm -hmm. but, like, on the screen yeah. of, like, you know, vaguely sci-fi computer mm -hmm. feminine face mm -hmm. that... Maybe the mouth moves, maybe it doesn't. Right. We could do some, like, eyes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that would be slightly less... I mean, not to... I feel like we've, we've taken a car movie and made it not about a car at all, <laughs> but also it is about a car. Yeah. Like, and it's about driving. It is about let me, driving. Let me be clear. It is about driving. I think that's pretty important for a car movie. And, so, and we are kind of, you know, Sam and Caroline have bonding times. Yes. And yes. then work together at the end to defeat the evil. So, like, yeah, I feel like that's very also car movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, it's one of those things where it's like if someone's put this on a list of car movies, I would go, uh, I guess <laughs> it is about a car. Uh -huh. We don't see a lot of the car, but it's about a car. Uh -huh. Yeah, for sure. So, like, it would take a minute, but I think I think we're again five dollar movie bin. Mm -hmm. We're squarely in the five dollar oh, movie yeah. bin for sure. For sure. So we've definitely accomplished that. Oh, did we do it? <laughs> I think. This is, did we, this is so long. <laughs> did we finish? I think we, did we finished. we finish the movie? I think we finished the movie. I think that, that we finished the movie. That is a clutch classic. Yes. Uh, and the title of this movie, in case you forgot, is Vroom Vendetta. It's so good. I'm in love with it's it. It's so good. I don't always... At some point, I think at some point, Caroline needs to rev her engine, though. Oh, of course. Always. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't always love the movie. Like, I, I like the, all the movies that we make, but, like, I don't always love the movies that we make. But this one is sure. good. I love this, this movie. This one's really good. Oh, God. So good. All right. So we are part of the Pocket Podcast Network. Has some other great shows. We have shows like Digimakers and mm -hmm. Goose Mountain Mysteries and also mm -hmm. Oops All Dice. All great shows Oops, all that you should listen to. Yeah, a couple of those are TTRPG shows. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Digimakers is kind of close to what we do or just, you know, come up with uh, 
kind of a specific topic yeah uh for the duration of the show so if you if you like us then mm-hmm. you'll probably like them mm-hmm. um and uh there's yeah other great shows on the network so please give them all a good listen mm-hmm. uh if you want to follow us on social media you can find me on pretty much any platform at Brittany Lee film uh you cannot find jessica anywhere nope. Um, Sorry. But you can always, I mean, you can tag me and stuff for her, yeah. and it's very likely I will show it. Um, if you want to talk about the show, you can share the show using the hashtag ClutchClassicsPPN. Mm-hmm. Um, we do kind of peruse that tag, and we will share it um, on my personal, um, or just kind of like give you a nice little thumbs up. Yeah. Um, and also, don't forget, we have a Pocket Podcast Network Discord, so we'll also share stuff in the Discord as well. Yes. Um, just to be like, hey, good job. Um, th- thanks for thinking of us and our car movies. We love you to engage with our content. Please. We want to know your thoughts and opinions and who you think should act in, or yeah. if, you think if you think of names that you think are better, like, yeah. let us know. Casting, mm-hmm. better names. Basically, like, consider every movie that we make, like, the rough draft. Yes, absolutely. Always room for so, editing. Always, always room. Let's put the pedal <laughs> to the metal. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.